You're listening to the Simple Growth Podcast, the show that helps business owners get their life back. Here's your host, Mike Callahan. Company. So diving in here, just trying to add some extra value to the community of things that we can be doing uh, in the current situation with COVID-19. And I know, Megan, before we started recording, uh, we started talking about all the things that are going on as far as pay, uh, pay po- or paycheck protection, disaster loans, stimulus, tax day, or the lack thereof. Um, and a few other things that are really important right now in the middle of April 2020. So, Megan, I know you uh, have been a huge speaker, big influence, really impressed with the knowledge you bring to a lot of the different communities, especially uh, seeing a quality-driven software, Martha Woodward, who's also a certified advisor with Service Autopilot, and the, the knowledge you brought the last few years. Um, but if people have never heard of who you are or Bookkeeping Academy Online, if you wouldn't mind just giving us a little background uh, who you are, what you do, and then we'll kind of dive in uh, to some live Q&A or some other things we've been talking about. Absolutely. Hi, everybody. My name is Megan Likes, and I'm the proud founder of Bookkeeping Academy Online, where I educate and empower small business owners to know their numbers. So I actually take fear out of finances, and I empower small business owners just like you, particularly in field service businesses, to know their numbers and use those numbers to drive decisions and to run more profitable and financially rewarding businesses. Um, I've been speaking, I met Mike Callahan, I think two, maybe three years ago, I've been speaking to field service industries for a long time. And I've always said, like, run a lean operation, know your numbers, use those numbers as a driver for growth, as a driver for for uh, some freedom as a driver for maybe less stress. And I have never worked or spoke as much as I have in the past month. If you know me at all, I am a talker. And now all I do is talk and people actually kind of listen to me now, which is crazy because before everybody would say, oh, a CPA, oh, an accountant, I'm, I'm busy. I'm gonna like go over here and hide. But now people are like, oh shit, like my CPA is my favorite person in the whole wide world and I can't get a hold of them because they're busy. So uh, Megan likes, I guess she'll she'll do just fine. So no, in all seriousness, it's been crazy. I know it's been crazy. I own a window cleaning and gutter cleaning company in Northern California. So I get it from the field service perspective. Um, we laid off all of our staff on March 16th and rode that horrible, horrible roller coaster that we are all on, which is like this, right? And um, very happy that this week was like probably one of the weirdest weeks of my entire life. Um, I've been a tax accountant for 13 years and I usually am, have worked four 100 hour weeks by this week doing taxes. That happened this year, just like usual, but I wasn't really doing taxes. I was doing a whole bunch of consulting, and a whole bunch of handholding and a whole bunch of um, calls and firefighting and disaster planning and cheerleading, all those things um, in addition to the taxes. Um, but we were able to rehire our staff for our window cleaning business on Monday. Not all of them, but most of them. So riding this roller coaster has been really exciting. Um, personally, we saw some economic disaster loans come through this week. That was kind of exciting. Um, I took April 16th off like I have every year for the past uh, 13 years and the SBA ran out of money in those 24 hours that I was unplugged with my phone in a drawer and my computer completely off. So that was a fun wake up this morning. Yeah. Anyway, that's who I am. That's what I do. And um, yeah, the sky is falling, but also there's a whole bunch of amazing opportunity out there. So love it. Yeah. Thanks for joining us, Megan. Appreciate yeah, you thanks. taking the time. Yeah, I mean, I kind of regretted my decision this morning when I saw the 89 client frantic emails. Um, so if you are a client and you are seeing this on Facebook, I will get back to you later. Uh, but I promised Mike that I would do this over a week ago and I keep my promises. So here we are. 
Love it. There's not many accountants or CPAs that can uh, make accounting and financial sexy in front of a live audience of 50 to 100 or more. So uh, Megan just absolutely kills it. So I was just like, I got to get her on here. I've got it. I've got to pick her brain a little bit. And the first thing that uh, you kind of touched on was PPP. So um, a lot of people may not even know what that is if they've kind of just been surfing around the internet or just kind of fighting fires in the business. So if you wouldn't mind kind of touching base on uh, what PPP is, obviously, and then if you haven't acted on it or if you had, kind of what the status of where it is and maybe people have seen payments, they haven't seen payments. Um, I know banking at Chase, uh, I'm completely in the dark right now. We did apply. We've got some numbers that we accepted into the um, process of actually getting it sorted out potentially, but we did have no communication um, and the bank will not answer any questions. So uh, I'm, I'm curious your input on I, 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 what's going on, what's happening, you know, what happened before, what's happening now, and what's going on in the future here? I feel like that was on the do not ask notes. Like, let's not talk about, no, I'm just kidding. I'm so sick of talking about PPP. Like, it, it's, I don't know if I can curse, but it's a, just, it's a cluster, a giant one. Um, so uh, the PPP is the Paycheck Protection Program, a brand new program, never heard of before three weeks ago. Uh, it was something that was included in the CARES Act that was passed on March 27th. Uh, we've seen about four iterations of the PPP program, but what this is, is this is a program that was passed through legislation of the CARES Act. It was funded by Treasury. It was passed through the SBA, and the SBA is the Small Business Administration, and the SBA passed that on to lenders. So we have these SBA-approved lenders, and these SBA-approved lenders were supposed to write these loans starting on April 3rd that they had never seen before and they didn't know what the rules were. So they changed the interest rate on us three times in 36 hours. But as it stands now, it is a two-year term loan that you apply for with your banking institution at 1%, one, wait, one, just one. They're not missing any digits, 1% interest. Um, and what's really amazing about this loan program is if you use it for its intended purpose, which the intended purpose is we have had 22 million unemployment claims in the past four weeks. 22 million as of today. And uh, the purpose of this was to have you get the money and rehire your staff. So the goal was hopefully you would get funding and you would be able to make hiring decisions, bring back staff that you'd laid off. Um, their program was funded at $349 billion with a B, a big capital B. Um, and they blew through that money in 12 days. And they ran out yesterday morning, all 349 billion completely gone and accounted for. And the cluster that Mike was mentioning was, we actually don't know who got the money because what happened is SBA is the one that was keeping track of the tally of the 349 billion. So your lender is the one that applied for you through the SBA. So you as a business owner applied with your personal banker and that was another mess. Uh, if you were a Wells Fargo customer, I'm sorry. Uh, Bank of America, I'm sorry. Uh, Chase, I I think I'm not sorry. I have seen one PPP approved through Chase, um, but I actively participated with 40 of my monthly clients, um, helping them go through this process. And I only know about two of them. Two, yes or no? Wow. And it, it's, it sucks, like it sucks because we don't know. So here's where we're at. Uh, if you applied, be in touch with your banker, be kind to them. They have never worked this hard and they have never learned this much. Uh, we actually did 14 years worth of loan applications in 12 days. 14 years in 12 days for a program that didn't even exist. 
So your your banker, new best friend, right? Uh, you just send a note and you say, hey, do you know if my application made it to the SBA? If your application made it to the SBA, you might be okay. If your application was stuck in underwriting at your bank, you're probably not okay. And okay, I'm being dramatic. You're gonna be okay, fine. There's lots of opportunity, but you might not have gotten the PPP on this first round. Now we have this thing called Congress and Congress is writing a lot of checks, right? They're printing a lot of money. Um, and so hopefully we'll see some more funding from Congress. Now, last week we they were pitching another 250 billion. Uh, and yeah, I don't think, I, I don't know, who knows? So hopefully we see more funding. If we see more funding then that application that you sent into your bank will hopefully continue to get processed. But I, I can't offer any guarantees about that. I have no idea. Um, what I do know is the 349 is gone and I don't know if you got it or not. And your, your accountant is not going to know your banker will know and your banker is drowning. So, um, yeah. And then maybe some fingers crossing for more funding because, uh, the average loans were huge. So that means a lot of small businesses. I saw a map this morning about which states had, you know, better programs and, uh, yeah, it was, so where was your application in the line? And, and how'd it go? Um, interesting. So kind of tailing right behind that, um, another big topic right now has been disaster loans. Yeah. So disaster loans, another cluster, super fun. Now the good news about disaster loans is they've been around for a very long time. They've been around for over 30 years. Um, and they, they were just announced as part of the coronavirus. And we realized that this is an economic disaster that is happening right now. Typically disaster loans have been for like hurricanes or fires or you know it's not usual that it's like a global pandemic but there is nothing usual about the past month right so disaster loans totally different program very very different you have to keep it separate in your mind and on facebook there's so much bad misinformation so disaster loan is written directly through the sba so not through your banker not through your accountant not through the irs it's through the sba so uh on march 29th they released a new application for the disaster loan and if you applied since march 29th for the disaster loan through the sba website uh you could check a box that would ask for a ten thousand dollar advance and this ten thousand dollar advance was promoted to be put into the bank account information that you gave in 72 hours now there's not a single person that saw that money in 72 hours now the sba is saying two to three weeks, not two to three days. So like hours and weeks, almost the same thing, you know, like the same ballpark. Um, so two to three weeks, you should be seeing some economic disaster money. Now, originally it was just a $10,000 lump sum and now they've come out with new criteria. So it's actually going to be $1,000 per employee as of January 31st and capped at $10,000 as an advance. Now the rest of that economic disaster loan in its traditional sense is the idea is if you are closed or if you have experienced economic disruption because of the global pandemic, you can apply for a very long-term loan that will bridge this disruption. So the idea is this is not gonna be forever. We are going to open back up. We are going to make money again. And we just don't know when, we don't know how long it's gonna take for us to kind of bounce back. So the idea is um, you can uh, do this like, uh, long-term loan it is at 3.75 percent and long-term is defined as 30 years so you take out a 30-year loan at 3.75 percent now originally they were saying it was supposed to be for three months of your income 
and you nowhere on the loan application do you ask for money. They just decide like based on the numbers you give them how much money you you need or you might need. Um, so originally they were saying three months of your income is what the loan would be. Then they said six months of your expenses of what the loan would be. Then they said, just kidding, $15,000. Everybody gets $15,000, that's the max. I don't care if it lasts you a day or a week or a year, you get $15,000. Um, and then they said, just kidding, we're gonna go back. We're gonna go back to the six months of expenses. We're gonna cap it at $2 million. And then yesterday they said, just kidding, we ran out of money again. See, I unplugged my phone for 24 hours and the sky falls. No, this has nothing to do with me. Um, but where we're at is there was there was a lot less funding in this program. So in the CARES Act, $349 billion to PPP, $10 billion to economic disaster. So, and the payroll protection program was eight weeks of expenses and economic disaster was supposed to be six months. So I'm like, why? what? I, I don't understand that math, but I'm not very good at math, so who, who knows? I'm sure people are doing something to be, uh, you know, they're, they're trying to figure it out. So we're looking for more funding for economic disaster loan. You can still apply. I encourage you to still apply. Um, you can still be eligible for that advance. The idea is the advance is supposed to give you some operating cash right now to help meet your bills and your obligations. Um, and then in terms of it being a bigger loan, we're not sure. And there's a whole lot of discussions about whether even applying for a loan is appropriate for you and your situation. Um, but but yeah, that's the economic disaster loan. We did see funding for many, many businesses this week. So if you haven't checked your bank account and you applied for the economic disaster loan and you checked the box that you wanted the advance, go check your bank account. I bet you might've seen some money. Hmm, should have checked that box. <laughs> so Cody, um, any questions for, for Megan up to this point? And if anybody watching live, if you have any questions for Megan now or the recorded version, we'll, we'll traditionally keep an eye on the video here for the next 24 to 48 hours. But uh, Cody, I know you've been quiet over there and uh, yeah. the hair is looking good. And that, uh, I mean, you've got the COVID cut. Yeah. <laughs> right behind you. It's just not filling yeah. up a front. So, yeah. uh, Megan, not to bring back a sore subject, but I do have a PPP question, but I think it'll yeah. be more of a banking question than an actual PPP question. So, in general, do you think that people who are with like local credit unions fared better than people who are with national banks? Do you have like what somebody should do in well, the future? I mean, like I literally put my phone in a drawer yesterday. Uh, but today I um I was just, you know, cruising through the Facebook, checking things out. And I would say that's what the Facebook says. Um from personal experience with my clients, which I mean this, I've never experienced anything like this. Like I support only small businesses in my accounting practice and um, all of them have different banking relationships, right? So I had to, and every bank got to dictate how you applied for these loans. So I navigated personally with my clients about 11 different institutions over the past 12 days um, and their process was different and it changed. Like they changed the application, they changed the form, they changed the supporting documents. It was just a mess. The person that I saw come out strongest and what I've seen on the Facebook is the people that came out strongest was actually PayPal. Like PayPal snuck wow. into the game like three days before the funding ran out and they were funding, like they were underwriting, approving and funding in less than 36 hours, which is freaking amazing. Dang. Um, I was working with a client on Wednesday night. I We heard the rumors, it was running out, it was gonna run out Wednesday night. I worked. Wednesday night, April 15th, like the worst day of tax history ever. At 10.30 at night, I'm on the phone with this client 
And he's a Wells Fargo client. Wells Fargo had finally opened up their application and we get through the whole thing. And I realized he has just submitted the first step. Like there's no way in heck that this was going to get underwritten and funded before the money runs out. So I heard the rumors about PayPal and I was like, you know, it might be worth a shot. You might want to check this out. He checked it out. He was he was approved in the morning before the funds ran out, like in less than 12 hours. And he was trying to get me to, like now everybody's asking their accountant, well, I got the money. What do I do? And I'm like, deep breaths. Like, I don't know. Like, it's not even a thing. Now, every one of these 11 banks I just work with, I'm going to have to learn their rules for forgiveness because it's going to be at the bank level how you apply for forgiveness. And I said, can't you just celebrate the fact that you just shot a three pointer like at zero seconds on the clock and you made it. And can you just say thank you and let me go enjoy my day off, please? And he was like, um, yeah, okay, I'll do that. Yeah, that's fine. Yeah, so I don't know, PayPal was huge. Gusto, Gusto snuck in the game in the last week and Gusto is a payroll processing provider. But what happened is when this loan was released, the SBA had only 700 approved vendors. They expanded that list when it ended, it was over 5,000 approved lenders. QuickBooks was trying to get in the game. Gusto got in the game. But the people I heard the best success stories from were really small, really small local banks, credit unions in the, um, what do they call it? The Midwest, in the Midwest, um, mm -hmm. they did really well. Um, and then uh, PayPal and then Fidelity, if you have a banking relationship with Fidelity, I heard really good things about Fidelity and then T-Bank. So yeah, um, sometimes local banks, I think they didn't have the infrastructure, nor did they have yeah. the staff because this was really really labor intensive for them and if you think about it i've been describing this as a giant game of telephone right congress says something to treasury who says something to sba who says something to uh the 700 approved lenders and then they approve another 4,000 lenders and each of those lenders has thousands of employees and you have to communicate this all the way down and your application is getting processed by a human being who has no idea the difference between a sole proprietorship a single member llc a and S Corp, like they don't know what they're, I mean, this was, it was crazy, absolutely crazy. So, yeah. yeah. So I don't have, I don't know, I could just, I have no answer for you. If you got it, that is a good bank. Stay yeah. with them. <laughs> if you got it, they have their shit together and you should be very happy and grateful. <laughs> Love it. A little, little spice. Want to say what's up to Thomas Galebski, uh, QDS heart, uh, basically there in the last four or five years. I uh, want to say what's up to Brian Ring, a couple other people watching. Um, as we're kind of driving through here, um, next thought was stimulus checks. Uh, is there certain things we should be looking out for these stimulus checks? Are they in the mail and in a bank? Uh, people <laughs> haven't heard about the stimulus check. What is a stimulus check? Wait, is that a joke about them being in the mail? Because that was <laughs> a really fun highlight of the news week. Uh, our beloved president, no political commentary here, but he decided for the first time in ever history, he was going to put his names on the checks. What? Like, I'm, how I'm, I'm just a simple man in Moe's Law. I have no idea what you're talking about. That's so weird. But on um, the memo okay. line, because he can't actually be the signer? I, it's an IRS check. It's a check from the IRS. Like, what? I don't, I don't understand. Um, so... Good news though, they did start coming out this week. Um, the the IRS was starting to send those via direct deposit on the 9th and people started seeing them hit on the 12th and the 13th. Um, if you have had direct deposit on either of the past two tax returns and you are in the qualifying income levels, which if you are single, it's 75,000 and 99,000. And if you're married, it's 150 to 175. Um, I'm using very round numbers, talk to your accountant. 
look at your tax return to know how much money you made. But round numbers, if you're in those ranges and you've had direct deposit the past two years, you should be seeing money into your bank account this week. If you've not had direct deposit, like every small business owner that I know, because we always owe every year because we're really good at making money, right? And we're really good at paying our taxes and we pay them at the last minute that we have to, um, they released a website this week. So there is an IRS website where you can go in and put your direct deposit information. Now this entire thing is ripe for scam and fraud. So please triple check the URL before you give people your banking information. Like SBA is asking for banking information. IRS is asking for banking information. Just be smart about it when you're giving out your banking information. But I encourage you, if you've owed the past couple of years on your taxes and you are eligible for a stimulus check, go put your bank information in because now apparently not only are we waiting for a memo line that has our president's name on it, uh, they are also going to be distributing these checks in $10,000 blocks of your income level. So if you are married and your income level is like uh, $170,000 $170, adjusted gross income, they're saying you won't see your money till September. So if you have, do not have direct deposit, usually go put in your banking information so you can get that a little bit quicker. Real quick on the avoiding scams front, you can like don't click a link through an email whatever like go to irs.gov all these tools are at the very top of the page like you go and initiate contact with what you know is a legitimate source and then the only, you don't have to worry about it the only exception i would say to that is the sba if you applied for the economic disaster loans the sba is emailing you that is the only way i've seen them contact people related to disaster loans so totally you do fair. want to keep an eye out for those um but when you click on a link from the SBA in your email, because I agree, you're going to see tons of fake spoofed phishing scams, um, you know, triple check your URL, make sure that you're in the right place. But for IRS, they will never email you. So never. They will. Yeah. Well, they email me because I'm a tax accountant, but like, like they'll never email you like, ever. So, yeah, good point. I'm glad you cleared that up because if I had saw a picture of a good looking guy like Cody there, particularly in my email, I would probably just be giving up the goods. Routing number and all. So he's just a trustworthy looking individual over there. Mike, I have your email address. I I, I can just do this. <laughs> With that hair flow, I'm just going to get up the, give up the goods, brother. Just send it over. It, so as we're, as we're bringing it home, I know Megan's obviously got a very compressed schedule. And speaking of a compressed schedule and deadlines, uh, tax day, the non-tax day, April 15th, um, should we have filed? What if we didn't file? And everything else in between, can you clear up? Uh, the questions that are floating around the Facebook, as you call it. Yeah, I call it the Facebook. I, I hated the Facebook until a month ago. And then I realized I could talk to 5,000 people at once without getting any germs or cooties or leaving my house or getting out of my pajama bottoms. And now I'm like embracing the Facebook. So um, yeah, tax day or non-tax day uh, didn't, didn't happen. It wasn't a thing. It was on Wednesday, uh, first time ever. And uh, for the most part, everything's deferred till July 15th. So when I say everything, I mean your federal tax obligation. You do not have to extend your tax return this week. Um, you can still extend your tax return. So July 15th, you can still extend until October 15th. I'm not necessarily recommending that for you, but it's possible. Um, your state, you'll wanna check with each individual state about when their new tax filing deadlines are. Uh, it's really hard to file a state only tax return. So you may need to look into getting an extension for your state. Um, I'm in California. California has been very gracious and said, July 15th sounds good to us. Everything deferred till July 15th. The only booby trap I've been seeing is like, if you have a nonprofit or if you have a weird fiscal year end, 
watch those other deadlines like May 15th is still a thing. Oh, actually this month, April 30th, still a deadline for payroll tax returns, sales tax returns. Um, so watch, watch those other sneaky deadlines. And federally, your estimated tax payments, really weird thing happening. So usually if you're a self-employed person, you're paying estimated taxes every quarter. I hope you are. If you aren't, you need to get better friends with your accountant. Um, April 15th tax uh, payment deadline for 2020 was pushed to July 15th, but June 15th is still due. So this year for 2020, we're gonna pay second quarter before we pay first quarter. And you don't really wanna miss that. Um, I'm encouraging people, I don't want them to end up with a cash flow problem later. If they can afford to, I'm telling them, let's pay April and June together in June um, and then not wait till July. Uh, but work with your tax accountant on those deadlines and um, be kind to them. I, I think a lot of people don't know this, but so I just, you know, worked 100 hours the past four weeks. Um, I took a day off yesterday, first day off in probably 12 weeks. And, uh, you know, like we're exhausted. Yeah. <laughs> and and the, the questions you're asking us are not easy questions. Like I know every one of my clients is like, hey, Megan, I just have a quick, quick question. Super simple. Um, how do I get all of my PPP forgiven? And you're like, <laughs> no, that's, I don't like have a pre, I will eventually have a pre-populated response, but I don't right now. And um, and then they're like, oh yeah, you know that disaster loan thing? Like, I need some documents from you. Can you just like get me a draft schedule C? Just, you know, pop it on over, email, it's fine. You know, like think about this. We are all humans. Please don't be a jerk. Be kind to your professionals and um, and take a breath. Like take a deep breath. Yeah. yeah, it's it's intense, absolutely intense. And we are all doing the best we can. Um, and just communicate like emails are fine, but just, you know, be graceful, be gracious. All right, everybody in Facebook world, you're watching. Be kind to your CPA, be kind to the banker, uh, be kind to your, your coworkers and your staff. I mean, be kind to your grocery store clerks like this sucks to everybody, your absolutely. landlord or if you are the landlord, your tenants like the whole world. Just be kind. <laughs> love, it. love it. I love right. it. So I, I really appreciate you coming on, Megan, um, yeah. and, and sharing just this awesome knowledge. We definitely got to get you back on. I've been really, really impressed. Everything in the live events I've been seeing with you um, and providing just just taking things to a next level for the service business uh, owner. So um, if people are interested in reaching out to you, want to know what you do for uh, book, Bookkeeping Academy Online or Likes Accounting Company, uh, how do they reach out to you and what's the best way of contacting you um, after you kind of recover from 12 hours of or 12 or 12 weeks of chaos, actually? Well, but I mean, I got another 12 weeks coming up, right? And these PPPs are going to look at this. Your PPP we have till June 30th and, uh, and then we have a new deadline on July 15th. So like, Oh my gosh. My summer, also, Mike will tell you, I travel usually 16 to 20 weeks a year for fun. I like not for work, for fun. And so now I'm like, but, but like right now I'm supposed to be in Tahoe and next week I'm supposed to be in Sedona and then I'm supposed to be in Palm Springs and then I'm supposed to be in Amsterdam. Like what the hell? I don't want to be stuck in my home office. Anyway. Uh, I'm not feeling that bad. My wife's got me locked in the, uh, the basement office right now. So I mean, I mean, this is interesting times for everybody. My co workers uh, are my chickens. It's like I'm literally turning into the chicken lady. It is so sad. Um, you and uh, Michelle, so, the chickens. <laughs> yes, Michelle. She, Michelle's actually, we need to, she needs an intervention. Like it's getting a little out of control. Um, so, likesaccounting.com is probably the best way to find me. You can find access to my calendar. You can uh, find all the things about Bookkeeping Academy. You can just do 
all the things. So likesaccounting.com is probably the best place to find me or Facebook because I'm on Facebook all the time now. Megan Likes, that's my name. And you can you can add me as a friend and get some cool, follow the content that I'm sharing with the world. Trying to save small businesses. Like Love it. That, that's my mission. Let's let's awesome. save let's save as many as we can. Uh, last year I worked with 2,800 small businesses. This year I'm we're we're gonna get really close to 10,000. So let's um let's do it. You heard it awesome. here. Likesaccounting.com. Uh, next week on the SE Weekly Talk Show, just in we got Nikki and John DeCosmaker of Call Boss in Little John's Lawn Care out of Arizona. Um, John and Nikki are part of the Service Autopilot Academy group. Um, just shaking things up. So we're gonna have. Um, Nikki and John DeCosmaker on next week on the SA Weekly Talk Show talking all things um, virtual office as well as the different things in Little John's Lawn Care and how they're addressing um, all the current things with COVID and everything else they're doing to drive and scale their two businesses uh, out in Arizona. So uh, looking really excited to that. And as we wrap it up, Megan, I just want to thank you. Obviously, huge compressed schedule, spending some time with this. Um, as we bring it to the end, if you're open, something new we want to try real quick on the SA Weekly talk show going forward is basically the uh, a one-minute summary of if somebody's just going in, we're going to do a quick preview um, for people. If they're just looking at a quick digest, if you wouldn't mind just running down the top four or five things you've talked about in a quick minute or less of things people should be looking at uh, right now or in the near future, if you're, you're, if you're up for the one-minute challenge. Yeah. Uh, okay. Wow. All right. So um, disaster loans, if you haven't applied, I encourage you to still go apply. Check the box for the $10,000 grant, the $10,000 advance. Uh, PPP loans, if you have applied, check in with your banker to see where your application was in the process. If you've not applied, I would start getting your stuff together in hopes that there's more funding coming from Congress. Um, if you have applied and you got funded, uh, start coordinating with your bookkeeper, your CPA, give them a week or two to kind of get a handle on what the rules are going to be. But documentation is going to be your best friend to get the forgiveness. It's not a guaranteed forgiveness. You applied for a loan, not a grant. We're hoping it will get forgiven. Uh, stimulus checks, you or your staff should check their bank accounts for those stimulus checks. They should have started coming this week. If you don't usually get direct deposit, go put your bank information into the irs.gov website. Do not click on any email links from Cody. He will steal your identity, uh, <laughs> Cody. Um, and uh, tax day, check in with your state to see when your tax filing deadline is. Be kind to your CPA, be kind to your lender, be kind to your staff, be kind to one another. And please stay in business. Like keep fighting the good fight because this is not gonna last forever and you can do it and you are not alone. So keep going. Thanks again, Megan. Until next week, we'll see you at 12 Central, 1 p.m. Eastern. John and Nikki DeCosmaker for Call Boss and Little John's Lawn Care coming on next week. Thanks again, Megan. I appreciate everything you do for the small business community. And uh, get some rest. And uh, you had to give away our pajama bottom secret in the middle of these Facebook lives. So. Uh, yeah, you know. what? Pay, I'm, wearing, payback. I'm wearing real pants today. But, you know, whatever. <laughs> Me too. Me too. Huh? Me too. Nice to meet you. Nice to meet you. Thanks, nice Megan. Meet you. All right. Yeah. Take care, guys. Bye. Bye. If you like this show, you might want to check out our resources at www.startsimplegrowth.com. While you're there, enter to win an Estimator chatbot. Mike Callahan is available for private coaching.